This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Sorry I'm late. I was, I'm so tired. Are you really? Yeah, I'm exhausted. Well, I've been filming that music video for the last week and it just came out and I'm so proud of it. What are you talking about? What? You didn't hear it? Padum, padum. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Padum, padum. Yeah, yeah. Padum. Um, I mean, listen, I know that people people kind of associate me with big ideas, lofty thinking, um, philosophical kind of quandaries. I was like, let's keep it simple. It took us forever to find that damn car, to, uh, you know, and I, I was like, I want to go, I want to dance on a moving car. But they said it's too dangerous because it was supposed to be called Vroom Vroom. But then we changed it to padum, padum. It makes me think of, remember, have you ever seen the movie The Hunger Games? Uh, yes. Okay, they live in Pan Am. Yes. And there's this scene where Katniss is giving this speech to Pan Am and she goes, Pan Am today, Pan Am tomorrow, mm-hmm. Pan Am t- forever. Well, that's kind of, that's that's pretty much the vibe of the song. Pan Am today. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, I'm I'm tired today because I was in the studio doing the Hindi version, Papadam, Papadam, and that was like a whole thing. It, we're kind of concerned that it's not going to be very politically correct, but it was a huge hit. I mean, I'm not going to be able to police uh, your Hindu pronunciation. Hindi. Hindi, sorry, pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. But I hope you can find somebody who can. I hope so too, you know. Do, there are some artists who speak multiple languages and they record their highly popular pop albums in multiple languages. Like I remember it blew my mind that Christina Aguilera had like Spanish language, yeah. And then stripped in Spanish. I remember yeah, being a kid crazy. and being like, well, Shakira. As a kid, it didn't occur to me that somebody could know multiple languages. So I was like, I was like, she must be just getting a coach and someone helping her <laughs> sing each word in Spanish. How does she, it must be magic. It didn't occur to me. She knows Spanish. It must be a wizard. Well, I prefer Shakira's uh, Spanish language songs much to her to, to her English. Uh, I think it's clear that in English, it's a bit of a rough translation at times. Uh, it's it, with it, Miss it, Shakira. <laughs> Lucky, lucky that my breasts are small well, and humble, humble so you don't, so you don't confuse, confuse them, them with, with mountains. mountains. Mama, you never let heard me that? look right into the camera. <laughs> if your breasts can be confused with mountains, you need to get a mammogram yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. The Sierra Nevadas across my chest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You maybe want um, flowing molehill, molehills, <laughs> or is it molehill? I don't think it's molehill. Make a mountain out of a molehill? That's a small one. Is That's it a sm- molehill? It's a molehill, yeah. Or is it a mohill? It's a molehill. Is it really? Yeah. Like a hill that a mole comes out of. (laughs) And if your mole looks like a hill, go to a dermatologist. You have to mow the mole hill. God. Mama. What about, girl, we got so much to talk about because we are two of the only living people who didn't go to DragCon. Ah! And and DragCon's cute. DragCon's cute. But but staying home is gorgeous. gorgeous. (laughs) And gorgeous devours cute. I was, where was I? Oh, I was in Girl. I was in New York for the Glad Awards. So I was in oh, drag yeah. for free yeah, somewhere. You were in drag. The road is drag I was somewhere in drag for mama free. Mama for so. free, not getting paid, just being a humpty dumpty mama. little like statuette. And you know I don't like losing, but I lost. You and lost I'm happy to lose to we're here because we love the girls, we love the dolls, we love the divas. But when they said we're here, even though I heard 
you know, if you go to these award shows and you're connected, like, you know you're mildly tea. connected, you, know the you tea. can get the tea. Well, because, and I got the tea a week beforehand that we didn't win. And I said, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I've yeah. never been invited to the Glad Awards. So I was thrilled to be there. Yeah. Thrilled. Thrilled. You met a lot of stars I saw. Uh, or did you? Maybe uh, that was at the, the, oh, the, the awards here in LA. That was the Vanderpump Gala. Oh, the doggy that dog. Was like save, save the dogs. Started. Save my dogs. Yes. So is the it Van- just is it her dogs that get the money or all dogs? So Vanderpump Dog Foundation <laughs> uh-huh. since 2016 has saved like 2,500 dogs' lives. They save 500 dogs a year. Plus, they provide like you know, um, if you're on a budget and your dog needs to get spayed and neutered, mm-hmm. they can connect you to a vet that will do it for a reduced price. Shit like that. Wow. So we went to the gala to raise the money. Ha ha ha. That was star studded. Okay. Very star studded. Okay. And you will Mario gag Lopez. Literally next extra, to me. Extra, extra. Next to and you know what? Are you serious? Yes. David Silver goes, Mario Mar- Lopez. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Are you Joe? Extra. Wait, did extra. you really not know that? I had no idea. Yeah, it was actually <laughs> Mario Lopez. <laughs> I would not is, I would I like can't believe you just, just that. Oh, I, I have no I mean I, I, I am star Literally I would be like all night long, you would have to, she'd have to, um, she'd have to kick me out because I would all night long, I'd be like, extra, extra. Like, I wouldn't be able to stop. <laughs> like if I saw Lady Gaga, I'd be like, oh, there ain't no other way. And I wouldn't be able to stop. I would not be able to stop. Fuck. Yes. Mario Lopez? Well, the Glad Awards was fun. <laughs> Harvey Guillen hosted. And oh, it's amazing. fun to cut up yeah, and yeah, kiki yeah. with yeah. her. And I had an incredible joke that I wrote that got to play. Wait, wait, and I'd wait, love wait, to tell you about okay. it now. <laughs> So I come on stage, you know those old award shows, it's like shitty banter that's yes, not funny and yes, everyone's eating like yes, a half-eaten piece of fish yes, and they're like, whatever. Yeah, well, well. They're like waiting for the after party with the free booze. That's all they're waiting for. They're like, get me to the Stoli yes, Lounge where I can yes. get an enema <laughs> with a alcohol-soaked tampon. Give it to me now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, it's uh, it's um, talent executives and stuff. Like, like uh, what do you call it? Network executives and stuff. Like Harvey Weinstein. And they're all out of town in their gowns. The yeah. executives of the networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get wild because, you know, they oh, all have dogs right. and kids. Of course. So after dark, they all smoke weed and get crazy. Yes. But so um, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I have my little jokes and I and I go, Harvey, Harvey, I know you're hosting a show. Wait, but I have presented? With Harvey, yeah. Okay. I said, I know you're hosting a show, but I have to tell you about this new idea for a show. And he was like, are you sure we're in the middle of the show? And I go, okay, get this. You would play a character who's like subservient to others. And he's like, okay. And I was like, yeah, but the people you're subservient to, like stay out all night and wear makeup and elaborate costumes. And he's like, oh, that sounds just like my show, What We Do in the Shadows. And I go, no, no, no. This is about drag queens. It's what we do in the eye shadows. Oh my God. That's so funny and corny. That's really corny. <laughs> Did he get one laugh? <laughs> of course it didn't. <laughs> And then they literally said, and then they literally said, like, thank you, Trixie. And I walked off (laughs) and I walked off like Vanna White. I delivered my one shitty joke and left. (laughs) You pointed to the exit, then fell into a molehill. Exactly. That's all I had to do. (laughs) Mary, that's horrible. But then I'll tell you. Did you write that joke? Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was funny. What we do in the eyeshadows? I thought it was funny. Like, did you, you should have went, you should have had a fart sound queued up. But we, we had, but uh, close, let's close the door in the spiritual realm of that event. Okay. Because again, I lost and I'm happy yeah. for everyone no, who won. Fuck them glad awards. Let's yes, talk about Bob Vanderpump Doggy. Bob walked up there out of drag and we all clapped while he took his award while I sat in the audience in drag. Out and ate a of roll. drag. Mama, girl, let me tell you something girl, about, let me tell you Bob, about, I know you're watching this. Put on the fucking wig, bitch. <laughs> let me tell you about something about Miss Bob. I saw a clip of Oprah Winfrey interviewing Madonna's sister, who I had no idea she had a sister. She has a sister. Madonna, and I looked right at the I looked right at the screen. Madonna looked. I mean, um, Bob looks like Oprah Winfrey. Oh my gosh, the resemblance was uncanny. Bob and Oprah Winfrey separated at birth, twins. Separated at birth, decades apart. 
<laughs> Mama, this is an alternate universe. Get get some imagination. Now, now Bob has something I don't have, which is great what? style, a lot of drag. So, but I mean, Bob out of drag seem... can still turn a look. Oh, okay, okay, Me okay, out of drag, okay. Grandpa, take the sweatpants off and go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get the fag off the TV. I'm not watching that. <laughs> so Bob, of course, looks good out of drag, accepting an award. That's the difference. Okay. Because if I have to go somewhere Mary, out of you would have you no. would have turned a look out of drag. You would have gotten a, a fabulous little suit and some weird hat. But it's honestly more work for me to figure I, out an out of drag I understand. outfit. I understand completely. Bob getting an out of drag outfit together is almost more stress i think yeah so then we go to the fancy gala okay well they're both fancy yeah. but it's the and this is my third gala in three weekends now mind you three weekends ago i had to go to that L la lgbt gala yes that was where the i told one. you i was yeah. drive by robbed i didn't tell you the story oh my wait, wait, god this, this is the one with um with donatella versace no oh this is the one with oj simpson what uh, i'm kidding oh. that's my <laughs> <laughs> well, you were serious about so, Mario Lopez, so I figured the, why so not. Okay. I'm at the Hungry Jacks. No, I'm at the Taco Bell on La Cienega with Mario Lopez and shut OJ Simpson. Up, shut no. up. In the, in the drive-thru on your feet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. On my knees. Blow Jay Simpson. Stop. So <laughs> I sucked this guy. Stop. Stop it. So Tell the truth. Tell so, the truth. So three weeks ago is the LA LGBT Center Gala, and they're honoring Leslie Jordan. So, of course, I'm yes, going to go. Yes, yes. And but I didn't tell you about this part. No. The host is T.S. Madison, who's yes. fucking beautiful, incredible, I know this, great. Yes, I, know. I did tell the story. No, no, I, I know this event. I know okay. this event. I know this event. So she's hosting. She's amazing. Every time she comes out, we all clap. She looks gorgeous. She's hilarious. She reads the prompter. We all love what she reads the prompter. We love the whole hosting thing, right? <laughs> we love what she we reads the prompter. We love the, the whole prompter. thing. Yeah, we love, love what she does. It. <laughs> um, we love it. And she is, she comes and she's walking around the audience and she's going, there's a whole section where after they've done the, the auction, they just walk the audience and they ask. They shake them down they, for cash. They on the microphone they go. shake them down. They on the microphone go like, so anybody at this table, we're looking for $5,000. Come on, it's for a good cause. You, sir, you're with that nice lady. It's kind of like, don't you think she'd be impressed if you don't? It's like kind of razzing people to donate. And by the way, it's a room full of people who are rich. They're the really rich people are peppered in. And this is a good cause. So because it's for the LA LGBT Center, I'm like, oh my God, rob us. Yeah, like, yeah, extra, like extra. Yeah. No, this isn't the Vanderpump. Mario's oh, okay. not there. Okay, okay, different okay. gala. This yeah, but three I mean, that's what they <laughs> So, uh, this is this is before. This is the first one, you and this robbed. is why I went into the other one. She robbed you. So she she walks by. She she's walking by me, and I go, God, don't stop me, because I can't. I don't like being called out by anyone like that because it scares me. Yeah. Um. So she sees Simone, and she goes, oh, Simone, didn't she just win a hundred thousand dollars on RuPaul's Drag Race? Sixty after And she tax, walks by me, it? and I go. Oh, yeah, she did. She sure did. She should yeah. give some money. Yeah. And then, and then, she, uh, so on her way to Simone, T.S. goes, as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, one of the richest drag queens in the world is in this room. Trixie, do you have $7,500? And everyone started clapping, and I had to give them $7,500. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> now oh the kicker is, the kicker is, much money. No, the kicker is, I went in prepared to donate five. Okay, so, so next I only got weaseled, but it was for a weaseled. great cause. So that's why I was just like, just do it, whatever. I don't know. Um, doesn't the organization turn everybody gay? Grooming. Groomer. Groomer. That's grooming does. No, okay, no, but it's, it's actually the 75. LA LGBT Center is actually the world's largest queer nonprofit. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm, most they're money, fierce. most they're volunteers. Tina. They're fierce, Tina. Ama everything from like help for was queer Philip homes. Like, Philip Picardi, was he organizing that, helping to organize that? Philip Picardi? I don't know. I think he was. He's a fabulous, fabulous person. Oh, okay. 
That's all. Is he, he was in he was in media, um, a journalist, and then also is he, he rich or famous? Because otherwise, who cares? <laughs> Can he help me? He's, <laughs> he's really sexy mm. and very nice and very talented and wonderful. Anyways, so um, that was the robbery. You got robbed. robbed. That is a shaking Fierce down tactic, but it works. Yeah, and no also, shit. It's a good cause. We all, if you can afford to give to that organization, you should. But wait, of wait, wait, wait. So let me ask you this though: What if, um, what if, and you have no business going to those type of fundraiser events if you're not prepared to give one? Okay, that's okay. I that's think. my question. Because I'm like, what if you are the type of person that you lease your Bentley and you front, you put up this whole front, but you actually four hundred grand in debt, credit card debt. Don't go. Okay, so you wouldn't go. So you wouldn't go at all. Well, like I said, I came ready. Between Dave and I, I said, I'll donate this much. And then it's kind of like each of us donating $2,500. Also, didn't the didn't the ticket or, or the, the seat cost money? Usually those fundraisers, like at the Met no, Gallery, we it's like 30 grand or something to show up or whatever. I'm sure it is, but we were invited. Oh, okay. And it was there. They were instituting an award. Could I have gone? But they wouldn't have let me go. No, they would have let you go. You think so? I just didn't invite you. Wow. Well, Orville Peck invited me as this plus one. And then once I got on the list, they okay. gave me an invite. Okay. So originally I wasn't invited. To, yeah. I was the plus one. Oh, I got you, got you, got yeah. you. Yeah. But then I got my own invite. But it was for Leslie Jordan, and they did something called like the Leslie Jordan um, Artistic Achievement Award that they now will award every year oh, in Leslie cool. Jordan's name, which is very cute and sweet. So then the following weekend, then I go to the the Glad Awards. And it's in New York because now there's two. There's LA and New York. Oh so I got to go to the New York one. By coastal elites having all these galas. But luckily it was the weekend of drag con. So I kind of had like a mental out. Like I got to go do this other thing. Yeah. But I'm, not, I'm not even LA for drag con. Yeah, yeah. So I got to go do that. It was fine and fun and, and gorgeous and sweet and cute. And um, you bump yeah. into people you know and yeah. it's fun. It, it's a New York minute just like Mary Kate and Ashley. But the thing about those award shows is you got to dip before people. If you're in drag, you have to dip before people get drunk enough to start taking pictures. So you got to get out. Yeah. So right at the end of the show, I grabbed my bags and ran you, and dragged. Ran yeah. and drag. And then Marin Morris chased me to the elevator. And Who's Marin Morris? She's a country star. Oh, okay. And I'm glad she did because I got to meet her, but I just sprinted because I was like, especially now that I'm not drinking. Yeah. My, oh, Mary. And I, bu- I bought a marijuana vape. I'm scared of secret vaping inside. I'm like scared. So then I'm like at the dinner and I have this, I bought a, the vape was the size of, I don't even know, like a boop, boop, like a car unlocker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So little. Yeah. I had to get out of there. You blow it into the, um, blow it into, um, you blow it into your blouse. I'm in a gown. You blow into your purse. Oh, that looks normal. Big purse. Yeah. You pretend like you're puking. Oh, I'm so sick. Yeah. Or down the back of somebody else's gown. There you go. Now we're talking. So then this weekend, it was the, the, it was the gala, the Vanderpump dog thing. The doggy daycare. That thing. was the celebs. Okay, so extra, extra. And then who else? Rebecca uh, Romaine. Oh, star. Jerry O'Connell. Star, married. Lovely couple, by the way. People from Vanderpump Rules who I don't know. Tom Sandoval. Yeah, that kind of people. Yeah. Uh, Mario met him. Lopez. Extra, extra. <laughs> Mario Lopez, who looked about 12 years old in, I, in the flesh. It was Mama, incredible. The devil has done its work on that man's face. Perfect it face, is, perfect skin. He was so nice. Love him. What he, hosted, a, he helped host the event. Hollywood. What a fucking pro. I bet that he... I, I Girl, he went up there. Mama. He had the, he, and he introduced everyone and like did the, the microphone thing. Mama. Flawless, of flawless, course. Flawless. 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 Flawless articulator. Yeah. And then God smiled. God has smiled on me because. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> because, because, guess who gets seated next to me? 
It's fucking Stebo, bitch. Oh, that's right. I saw your post on Instagram. And I never know who anyone is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, Jackass, you fucking, you fucking dude, bro, bro, idiot. And not to be whatever. Yeah. But my brother and I, who's my brother's heterosexual, we never had anything in common. But you love watching people we get both punched love in the balls. Jackass. Yeah. So as a kid in a trailer in the country, that was like one program we both would agree on. So we watched a lot of Jackass as a kid. I like Jackass. I would watch that. It's amazing. So, it's so watchable. Very watchable. Who wants to see, I mean, you don't, who doesn't want to see somebody's balls get electrocuted or, or like mauled by a bear or stung by, you know, like, right. It, it's just, it was great. It was, it was great to Kiki with her and all that. And then, um, Steve-o? yeah, her? I, lo- I love her. Okay. Love her. <laughs> she? Love her. And you know, guys like him where they're straight, but they're so wacky. Oh yeah. I have like zero fear of them thinking I, they don't want to talk to a drag queen. Oh yeah. They don't feel good. And fuck. he came alone. So I took that as a, oh, a, a, I think he's a, sober too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So I took it as a license to kill because he and I were the only two people at the table not drinking and he came alone. That's fierce. So I was like, oh. my favorite color is pink. Anyway, I'm from Wisconsin. I yeah. just started. Le- you like, just, just punched him in just the balls. Start, yeah, I just grabbed him. I said, I said, so you're Steve-O. Should we stick something in your skin? Like, <laughs> So I had this dinner fork. Should I shove it up your pee hole? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Do you like, what about Johnny Knoxville though? Is he there? Of, no, no, but he's so gorgeous. He's so my God, so beautiful. But the stars, more stars, more oh, stars. Um, fucking Paula Abdul, bitch. Holy shit, Tiny. Tiny, and she watches the Trixie YouTube channel. Get out of here. Yeah, so she DM'd me during COVID. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And she was yeah. like, I uh, love your content. And I mm-hmm. thought, this is probably a, a fake prank. account. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Totally. But then when I bumped into her, she was like, I love your your videos. Was Kylie Minogue there? No, Kylie Minogue. <sighs> Kristen Chenoweth. Oh my God, but just as good. Yeah, five, Kristen five Chenoweth. Five foot in a whisper. She, it was crazy because the week before at the GLAAD Awards, Adina Menzel sang. And the then, and gravity. Then, is that her? She, yes, yeah, that's her. Yeah. And then this weekend, Kristen Chenoweth. My God, who's was next? also in Wicked. Leah Michelle's next. No, I think we're working through the Wicked cast one uh, by one. Did you see Wicked? The musical? Yeah. I've seen it two times. Mm, you loved it. It's great. I mean, Stephen Schwartz, who wrote the music, it's this beautiful, like, Broadway kind of 80s pop score. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, it's a retelling of the events of Wizard of Oz. 9 11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that show, but I don't like music. 11 <laughs> That was the news. That's not a show. They, they played it over That's and over the and news. over again. You're like, they kept playing God, it. The reruns. Oh, That's my Lord. <laughs> not to be funny. This isn't funny. Ooh. I remember exactly where I was. Of course, when you saw Wicked. <laughs> well, I was at Wicked. No, um, the, originally in the show, <laughs> this is so horrible. I'm not even going to say it. So... I was in seventh grade in science class and my teacher, Mr. Slattery, it's like 8 a.m. Yeah. And he rolls Tuesday. in the TV. I don't know if they do this anymore, but back in the day, the teachers had a TV yeah, on like a, a three-tiered a, yes, stand. Totally, totally, absolutely. That you check out from the media yep, room. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Yep. And they plug it in. And I remember it was like, this is science class. And it felt, it felt I was equal parts too young to understand terrorism or yeah. 9-11 or what was happening. Mm-hmm. But also old enough to know that okay, we could probably watch this with the sound off. Like maybe it's traumatizing to show oh, really? you. This. Really? You had that, in, you had that thought at that it time. It felt like maybe we shouldn't in school be dedicating the whole day to watching this. Okay. Interesting. It felt a little, um, scary. Okay. A, a little like, um, tra- traumatizing, not traumatizing, but, but I remember being scary. like, Whoa, this is way more serious than anything else we've ever done at school. Sure. Like this is very serious. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I mean, you anyway. were how old? It was in seventh grade, I think. So how old is that? 13. 13, because I was, I was then, I was 20. Yeah, I was 20. 
We were in college when it happened. Yeah, visual language, 8 a.m. Tuesday morning. There's like, we can't go through the class because there's been a terrorist attack in Boston, in um, New York. And then we went down into, we left the class, and then we went down into the dorm and watched the TV, and everybody was crying. It's crazy. Scary. That's crazy. what I mean. Yeah. I was young enough that it was um, not, it was actually so scary that I don't think I was old enough to understand it, and that scared me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. well, the adults are really upset, but yeah. I'm 13, and I'm mostly like... Well, it was crazy because that was Shell our shocked. first day of, I was my first day of art school and I was like, it was so early, 8 a.m. class. And I was not excited to be there, but I was also excited to be at art school. But then, so when we got word that the class was canceled, I was excited and then we learned why. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, scary. Yeah. Well, I never flew on a plane. When people talk about like airports before 9-11, I never flew before that. So my, my idea is that you used to just, Grab your rifle and just walk on the plane and yeah, sit yeah, down yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't check your bags. You carry your knives with you in your hands. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Don't. Please don't even get me started about TSA. Because I, I cannot. Girl. I cannot. Girl. I it, cannot I deal can, with the farce. The it's fucking a, it's farce. It's a fantasy. The fantasy. It's the a farce. performance. The, it's drag, actually. It's, it's, it's drag. It's the worst drag show I've ever been to. Everybody puts on their to. costume and they pantomime Mama. safety it's 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 so it's make-believe and, and then one one thing and in a country where there's gun violence every day where there's gun violence every, every single day. day domestically people are shot killed it children are gunned down every single day in this country and yet we have to take off our shoes no kidding i have to take off my laptop and i can't have a glass and a, a bottle of water that i bought for 13 dollars in the fucking airport no kidding when you go through tsa and they pull out a bottle of water and they look at you like you like are, you are the, Unabomber, Bin Laden. the Unabomber, yes. and you go it's literally lemonade i'm dehydrated it's seven in the morning. My have, piss is brown. Yeah, my piss is brown. I've slept four hours. I was I at did a club. Wiggle, wiggle last night. I was at a club in a wig <laughs> until four a.m. Yes, it's so fucked up. And then people, it's just so fucked and up. The, the costume, and I, I, I want to say, I also respect them for what they do. Good for them. No, it's a, it's a, everybody's but, worthy worthy of dignity. But mama, this whole structure has got to go. Of course, and I've never once given them an ounce of lip no, or attitude. You don't ever, do that. Nobody ever, wants ever, to be ever. at work. Nobody wants to go to work. Have you seen the amazing clip of the guy? This is guy standing there with his arms out, and the agent is like rubbing him, and he's like, "What is this?" And he his goes, "That's my heart, penis." I surely, I've jerked off to that clip. Yeah, I've jerked off to that clip. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. Fuck. Because he's palpating that thing for a little too but long. But why is he hard at the airport? Uh, no, because guess what? I'll tell you something. Because he's not hard. He's like half hard. But why is he half hard at the airport? Mama, why are you half hard in the morning? Why are you half hard in the car on the way um, from the airport? No, because but like, the penis can, gets no, hard. No, Mama, no. Get, get out you of, can no, control no, 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 no. not getting a boner at TSA. We have talked about this at length from walking through the airport. the plane. Walk, yeah, plane and walking through the airport as well. Well, when you're hard, no one knows. Well, because it's a little peanut. Because it's so small. It's a little peanut. It's a little People acorn. People think you're carrying a pipe cleaner in yeah, your front like, pocket. Do you, have any, do you have an acorn, one single acorn in Is there, Is that a zanny bar? <laughs> Is that a zanny bar in your lace panties? Do you have, are you wearing bike shorts with a tic-tac in there? <laughs> Is it two gumballs and a tic-tac? Because your balls are so much bigger. <laughs> but not that big. But not that big. I'm saying bigger. No, no, no. That. But he was like, he didn't need to be doing all that because he was doing this. He was doing that. He was Mary. He and was also, doing this. The kicker is, he's male. Yes. 
Well, wait, you wait, know wait. what a dick is. You know, you know when you're that rooting around like in the cellar, there could be some mold. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what a dick feels like. Uh, uh, by the way, a warm, ushy, gushy, <laughs> but hard dick where the dick is. And you're grabbing it going, what's this, sir? Yeah. We better get in the x-ray. Yeah, that's my Snickers bar. My extra large Snickers bar that I forgot to take out. Do you want to bite? Yeah. That's my semi-erect penis, you fucking pervert motherfucking TSA piece of shit. That could be a Snickers commercial <laughs> where it's like uh, Liza Minnelli. And it's like, you turn into a total diva when you're hungry. And it's Liza Minnelli with a big Vanny boner. <laughs> and then she bites into it and turns back into like Earl or like whatever the friend is. Why is she Liza? Why is she Liza? Why is she Liza? Why isn't she Liza? Why isn't she Liza? Start spreading the news. Oh Wait, did you? I'm sure you didn't watch it, but the Liza and Goldie. So, I mean, this is too late. The They did it. Liza Minnelli and Goldie Hawn did a special on CBS years ago, 1970, whatever. And um, it was like a, a, a hour long special. Basically, Trixie and Katya live. They did. And it was started out with them like, hey, we should but do a real, show. Real singing, real talent, real. Real, real everything. Yeah. Like, sorry about them going to the show, like each of them individually driving to their, um, to the studio. And they were like, um, you know, it was like, I'm worried about the other one. I'm worried about doing a show with her because she's so much better than me and vice versa. It was oh, so that. fierce. And the whole fucking, um, it, the whole thing ended up with them doing all that jazz at the end. It was like, I wish I had watched this two years ago. Yeah, yeah, I watched it on YouTube. It's fucking incredible. And we could have plugged ourselves into it so easily and do a parody of it. Like, we could write it today. Let's do it. Yeah, it's fucking, it would be so great. You would be Liza and I would be Goldie. Because Liza, like in this universe, like Liza is you know, the great singer, the, the, the great talent. Goldie's like the, the charming, but not very talented blonde. And, um, you know, it's like, it's so perfect. And they're so and you amazing. you said charming? I said <laughs> and you said that's you. Okay. <laughs> But they have a, they have a, so they're a kind of going against type. They have a serious acting scene together, and it's interesting because, no offense to Goldie, at this point, Liza acts her off the roof, like off the. It's so fascinating to see Liza acts her off the roof. Well, she, she might be off the roof. Yeah, well, but yes, yeah, she's she on was, deck. <laughs> she's on deck at the Radio City Music Hall. She's on deck uh, for tea time. <laughs> Should we shut LA down? I think we should shut the whole city, the I think whole it's country. A wrap. <laughs> the country itself is a wrap. I'm watching Ooh. Yellow Jackets, and I'm Are seeing you? them, and I'm seeing them crash in the Canadian wilderness. And you're I go, like, if only it was that easy. Yeah, if only you know, hacking the leg off. Should you like, eat your friend? <laughs> Have you watched it? Oh yeah, I'm not up to date on the second season, but I, I lived for season one. Mama, lit, I had off this weekend. Tina, yeah. So I I watched it. You loved it. You loved the whole first season. Are you into the second season now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you are okay. Next week is the finale, and then I'm. That's it for second season. Did you love the second season? Cause love. I, okay. Cause you know what I'm struggling with, with TV and, and TV, especially I don't like a lot. Okay. And, and sometimes like if they're, you know, like you said the other day, if it's a movie that's supposed to be Oscar bait or prestige or like, you know, you don't, it kind of turns you off. A lot of these shows, I'm like, you need to grip me more. Like yeah. mama, you're boring. Well, something mama, you're think, boring without giving away anything, yeah. something yellow jacks does really well. And you've seen season one. Yeah. I think the world's seen season one. So I'll talk about that. But like you can't tell moment to moment if what has occurred with these women as teenagers is bona fide, mystical, occult yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 
if it's like mass hysteria, yeah, hunger, yeah, delusion, um, delusion, yeah. And I'm at the end of season two now, and they still have left the viewer guessing without yeah. pissing me off, right? Because I, I've been wanting to watch Lost. Oh, you haven't? Oh, and I've Mama. never seen it. Oh shit! But I've been wanting to watch it. But yeah. I've heard from Damon Lindelof of yeah. Watchmen that he said in that show he sort of at times frustrated the audience by leaving them guessing too long. Oh yeah, are you kidding and me? And so I'm afraid of embarking on Lost and being like six seasons in and being like, what is going on? Mama, you know wait till I mean? you get to the ending. And then wait till you is get to dream? the ending. Mama, I won't tell you. Because at the end of Roseanne, it was a dream I won't and I don't like you. that. I won't tell you, but mama, it's a slap in the face. Have you ever watched Roseanne all the way through? I have no, I have not. In season eight, they win the lottery. What? The Connors win the lottery in like season eight. Yes. And they become the Beverly Hillbillies? They become multi 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 millionaires and so the, the last season and a half or so is them super rich you're They're kidding super rich what it's crazy that's makes, insane. makes almost no sense that's crazy and then in the last episode you find out that the lottery was a dream no dan cheated on her and she didn't win the lottery and the whole lottery storytelling was her way of dealing with the fact that her life was still shitty so then the last shot is her back in her old shitty living room being like, yup, it was all a dream. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? That's that's just insanely uh, weird and dark for that kind of show. Especially since, I mean, I know that Roseanne's politics aren't exactly um, Miss well, no, America no, she's level. A, no, she's a fucking lunatic. But that program, season like one through five, is absolutely incredible. Okay. Laurie Metcalf, yeah, yeah, Aunt yeah. Jackie, oh, yeah, incredible. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Like, yeah. um... What's his name? John Goodman. Yeah, is so amazing. good in Roseanne. Roseanne's so good in Roseanne. So is the the, the daughter and the son. They're all. It's a great cast. It's fabulous. Good. And more than other shows, you believe that's a family. Yes, yeah. a real family. Yeah, a bickering kind of poor white family. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, damn. Well, don't, I mean, the whole. I love in a show where you got to have some kind of, and on a cliffhanger, like fucking Mayor of Easttown. That I I hate those. It's like, I hate shows about cops. I hate shows about, the, but every season, every like episode. Everything's about cops. Everything's about cops. It's like enough already, but it, it, every episode ended on a cliffhanger. Fabulous. All the acting, superb. Um, so much action, so much blah, blah, blah. But like a lot of these shows, they're too slow of a burn. And it, when people say, oh, it's a great show. It just, you got to get through the first three episodes. I'm like, what? Well, I'm not suffering through three hours of bullshit to get to something good. Make it good from it. The jump. Well, sometimes it's things like budget too. First seasons of shows, normally first seasons of shows, networks pull every risky joke. They yeah. don't trust them to do weird things. They don't give them money. Yeah. So a I lot of times so. season two or three is better because they have more trust from the top. Yeah. They swing bigger. They spend more money. Yeah. So like Buffy, for example, Peaches Christ has never seen Buffy. Mm. And I said, you should watch it. It's so good. Because but it develops. I said, but the first season is a very budget cw okay even though the writing is funny and stuff i said but once you get going season two when they have a little more trust and money okay. it kicks off and gets so good okay. have you watched buffy no i've never watched buffy i've i've You're looking for something to watch you never watched buffy <laughs> buffy no i gotta watch succession Some like buffy <laughs> i gotta get into succession girl you don't have to watch succession that's what i kept that's why I, I saw the guy doing coke i saw him getting the shit in his shit in the bed and getting in the helicopter i was that's like that's it not to shit on straight people but straight white people arguing about, about so, who's going to inherit money, Mama Snore, Snooze just, Tina. I'm just like, this show's for straight white guys who have like a fantasy about being rich and powerful. Yeah. And rich, powerful, but also not hot. Right. Because they're yeah. like, it's me. 
Right. It's like, I shit the bed. I could be a millionaire. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, pfft, I love I loved the shows where like Game of Thrones, for example, there was the perfect ratio of magic to realism. Did you like, see the coffee cup when it happened? I sure fucking did. You did? Did you Absolutely, clock it? I did. Um, I don't know if I clocked it in the moment. I clocked it like after you were aware after uh, yeah 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 i don't i think i clocked it in on twitter maybe 20 minutes later um because that shit was like boop 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 boop. yeah crazy they went hard on that show for a coffee cup um uh i think i i think you would Uh, the most expensive show in the entire history of the world it was probably one of the actors cups yeah of course it was but you're not clearing the frame I mean, it was, it wasn't it white? Cup? Wasn't it snow Starbucks. and like a white cup no, on the it floor? Was, no, no, it was in a fucking medieval-looking hall. It was in a medieval-looking hall where they're having medieval fucking dinner. No Starbucks around. But you know what though? I bet there's a Starbucks <laughs> in like the Louvre. No, not the Louvre. Like um, chateaus and shit. A Starbucks? Yeah. In in um in a Winterfell in the year blah blah. blah you know, thirteen. There's no. This is another universe. It's the flagship. <laughs> This, Anyways, the show's in Seattle, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Portland, Portland, Portland. No, but but there's a perfect amount of like, you know, there's something, mad. there's magic, of course, going on, but not enough where like anything can happen. But then that show dissolved, devolved into, it's the most spectacular um, imploding of a, of a show. In a bad like, way? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh, my God. I thought people liked the ending. Oh, no. It doesn't? No. Mama, the, it, the, the season... I mean, I watched it all as it went on. It was spectacular. I was obsessed. Sunday night, must-see TV. Incredible, incredible, incredible. I watched season eight, episode three, probably 15 times. You did? Yeah, I was in Singapore when it aired, so I had to have a Spanish friend download the torrent and then send it to me in my hotel. I watched it at three in the morning, standing up, circling the computer. (laughs) Not on drugs. Right hand to God. Swear, I was so gooned. So gooned out. And... After season three, after episode three, the show just went. The most. Do you know what transfer addiction is? (laughs) Sometimes when people, let's say, get their stomach stapled and they can't abuse food, they they become sex sex addicts (laughs) or alcoholics. And maybe if you couldn't twirlina the pokina and get on deck, deck. (laughs) perhaps. You will put on your white lace front wig <laughs> and wrap a bed sheet around yourself and fancy yourself and the, the mother, mother of dragons. dragons. <laughs> when in fact, you are not a mother Name nor a dragon. <laughs> and there's a game involved, but no thrones. <laughs> Transfer addiction. Oh, was that an shit. HBO show? Yeah, of course it was. Money. Mama, money, money, money down, money down. Uh, they were shooting on three Start separate max. locations. Yeah, well, yeah. They were shooting on three separate locations, Croatia, Ireland, and fucking Malta at the same time. Mama, three separate locations. <sighs> it was episode three of season eight took um, over a month to shoot. One episode. One episode. And then everybody complained that it was too dark. They couldn't see it. Wild. You know what I'm fascinated by? What? I love when you have a mega hit show like Game of Thrones, The Office, Breaking Bad. Seinfeld. And I love when the actors, because in real time, they shoot scenes out of order, episodes out of order. They don't know what happened in the show. I love a video of like Rain Wilson being like, what's your favorite episode of The Office? And he's like, I don't remember any of it. (laughs) And the fans are like, don't you remember when Dwight said this? He's like, like, not a moment of it is retained in my mind. Wow. Don't even remember being there. 
Don't remember Steve Carell. <laughs> don't remember cast. Like, remember. I don't know my the, name. I don't usually know. Usually the actors remember, like. Wait, they don't remember anything? Well, they remember, like, casting. They remember, like, their process of, like, casting. They're like, I remember reading with Steve for the first time, whatever. Okay. But then, season one and a half and beyond, it becomes. Why don't they remember? Because every day is normal. They go to the same set. Okay. With the same oh. people in the same outfits. Huh. That's why tour is so draining. Because it is Groundhog's Day. It is. We yeah. are putting on the same outfits yeah. and going and saying the same things to the same people day, over and over, over again. I know. It's wild. It's great when I'm on stage and I'm listening to Kelly Mantle talk and I look and I'm like, show 60 and I go, it'd be great if she just broke her leg. <laughs> it'd be great if just something happened that could make me feel. <sighs> yeah. Wouldn't <sighs> it be great if I went backstage, you know those ropes at theaters all yeah. backstage? If I took an axe. And started chopping the ropes and sandbags started coming down. How many times do you think when I went up there, when I'm just dangling up there above uh-huh. the above the, the the proscenium, how many times do you think I wish that thing snapped? How many times do you think Busby would just like black out? I thought that's why of- you were putting on the weight. Because <laughs> you wanted one of the rigs to... Whoosh. Could you I, imagine? Are you kidding me? I imagine every fucking whoosh. night. I wanted it so bad. I wanted to go... And then I wanted to, I would fall, but I would, I would somehow head first skull like a watermelon. No, this is what's going to happen. Like a watermelon. Because I don't want to break both my legs and my hips. Skull and neck crushed into the torso. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, because the head is occupying, yeah, head is occupying space in this. Mm -hmm. Oh, innards. Innards out the ass. (laughs) Or no, no, no. Um, it's and people. It, it takes a, a moment because there's like tension and pressure and gas. And once the people like really lean forward to see if I'm okay, yeah, and it's a <laughs> explosion of innards out the ass into the front row, spraying with them. diarrhea. <laughs> no, no, with organs, blood, yeah, but, blood organs. Yeah, but if the organs di- are coming out, diarrhea. whatever poop is in you is coming out too. Uh, well, that's just the uh, a moose boost. Then everything <laughs> else is just getting fucking rocketed into like four, five, six uh, rows back. Oh yeah, I know we've talked about it, but <laughs> not if and when you die of a, a death. <laughs> I died. She died of death. A, what did she die of? Da- it was death. death. <laughs> what did she die from? She it death. was death. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, the way I will have a oh, red Mary. table talk book tour. You don't even know. By the way, speaking of Vanderpump, uh, I'm fuck. watching these. You know, because that's such a big show, and I've never seen it. Me neither. But it's a it looks so, show. sorry to say, it looks kind of boring. It's massive, right? It's so many people watch it, but I've never really seen it. I've seen over David's shoulder here and there. people working at a bar? Uh, they work at restaurants and they, they have their personal lives. Basically. Wow. Fascinating. So, I've never seen it. Okay. They don't do it. They don't make anything. Like they don't make little outfits or like have competitions. No, I think it's like, one of those reality programs where it's just about people's like relationships, work, lives. That's mm-hmm. a very popular style of show. People yeah. love that type of show. Yeah. I mean, that's Seinfeld. This is just written well and acted. There's the cheating thing, okay. I guess, that happened. Oh, well, cheating for straight people is huge. Cheating for straight people, as you know, it's is huge. It's like there's the crucifixion, there was 9 11, there's um, Sandy Hook, then there's cheating. Yes. Yeah. Cheating is, it's like uh, uh, burying kids under your porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, like up there yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, alive, burying them alive. But I saw that the, um, I think the woman who had been cheated on was, I think she's doing like a, basically out of the darkness tour you took the words out of my mouth i was watching and i said okay i know cheating is tough lying to your spouse is bad but you're not she's not sydney prescott her whole family and friends weren't murdered like 
You're not Sidney Prescott. You're not Sidney Prescott. <laughs> you not Nev Campbell fucking bitch. Get over it. Guess what I watched for the first time two nights ago? What? Wild Things. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Did you pull it? <laughs> did you pull did it? You pull it? <laughs> yeah, I pulled it. No, David said he pulled it though. I David said, yeah, this was you back on when it was on TV, but there's a lot of hotness involved. It's huge. Steamy. Matt Dillon. Steamy. Matt Dillon. Holy shit. Two Matt hands. Dillon. Two hands with that one. He is so hot. Two hander. He is so hot. In his that face, movie. his body. He's a bad boy. All of you it. You know what I mean? He's a bad boy. He's like, you don't want to take him home to your mother. Do you like Nev Campbell as the goth slut? I love Nev Campbell as everything. Slut. Yeah. I love her as everything. Yeah. Um, did you like Denise Richards as like the... I love Denise Richards because she is such... She's everything. She, she's a fucking cunt. And she she knows how to play a cunt so good. Yes. She, so good. She knows how to play God, with a, a her face. Her face acting is fabulous. And she's one of those people, you know, in real life, she's probably like sweet. Yeah, she's probably a regular woman. But on camera, she knows exactly how to dial in that cunt behavior. It's, I mean, A Drop Dead Gorgeous is so iconic. It's so iconic. I dropped so it gorgeous iconic. is how far you can push a character like that yeah. before you go too far. Yeah. She goes right, right up to, the, to edge. the right to the edge. And she does it so fucking well. I think so Kirstie Alley well. goes over the edge in that movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but Denise Richards goes right to it. It's amazing. Yeah, she's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. I don't I don't know if she gets as much credit for be, as being as good of an actress as she is, but I don't know. I mean, don't even get me started because that movie in general missed the 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 newspaper was not delivered. As far as how high quality that movie is, yeah, they skipped that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, the writing is so good. Well, that's the that's the that's the like the the um, plight of Kiki Dunst is that like, and she said it herself that all these movies that are so iconic are not appreciated as they roll out. Yes, and it's such a shame because her her fucking filmography, her resume is extraordinary. Yeah, extraordinary. Bring it on is so good. I'm sorry. Everything um, she does, uh, melancholia, fucking um, virgin suicides. Everything she's so good. The guy who plays in Bring It On, the 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 love interest, her love interest, Mario Lopez. No, oh. her love interest in Bring It On. He's the guy who starred in Swim Fan. Um, uh, he was also at that event. Jesse the Metcalf. Maybe I don't know, but David. Jesse, Jesse Bradford. Bradford. Okay. David, he was at the event the other night, and David, okay. of course, got, got a little martini in him and went up to him and said, I have to tell you, you're in the best movie of all time. And he goes, Which movie? And David goes, Bring it on. <laughs> but I always think people who made movies that long ago, they must love getting nobody wants a everybody wants a compliment on something they just did. Yeah. Or something so long ago that they've separated themselves and they can they can see it for what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you compliment someone's like hit song from five years ago, they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, blah blah. Yeah. Blim, well, that's. Blim. I mean, that's what I mean. People are coming at me like a little too hard for Padam, and I'm like, listen, it hasn't really, it hasn't charted yet. Let's just like control ourselves. I mean, the video is great, but let's just like. There's smoke. nothing to not like about Kylie Minogue music. I like that song, Ten Out of Ten. Kylie Minogue. Isn't that song, Kylie Minogue? My song. What are you talking about? My music video and song that I released last week, Padam. Oh, <laughs> I'm doing a bit. You're doing comedy. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. I was like, it, she's gonna hate finding out that Kylie just did a song called Panem Panem. You don't think we look similar in that video that she gave my vibe? You don't think so? With the all red and the and the pink eyeshadow and the red lips and the and the wiggle 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 Tina. You don't think so? Are you nuts? Are you not? Are you trolling the pookie? You know, sometimes they smear Vaseline on the lens. Did you smear it on your TV too? <laughs> you smear it on you your phone? You don't think so? 
You didn't see that? Something. <laughs> something. I don't the, know the about close that. The close-up shots. I mean, she's so, I mean, she's if, going to be 55 at oh, this point. Oh, she's absolutely Stuntina. unbelievably beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I just did a music video and it was one of those, um, you know that thing where you're on one of those spinning boards and they throw knives at you? Oh, I saw you. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay. I had to be on one of those. And, and they really threw the knives. Uh, well, it's magic. So there's other ways of doing it. But um, it made me think of that clip of Kylie Minogue. She's flat on that record. The CD. No, the it's CD. the CD case. And she comes up like this. The CD case at the Brit Awards. Yes. Fucking it, iconic. And it's, it's uh, Can't Get You Out of My Head playing. Yeah. And by the way, that song, doesn't matter what gig. No. I can bust that out. Banger, at a banger, DJ banger. Set. And people turn slutty. First three seconds. First yes. two seconds. Oh my God. Last night I had a gig and um, the DJ after me, Ty, he goes, sometimes I like to pick somebody in the audience who's not dancing and I make it my job to make, to find a song that that person will dance to. And he points at this guy, this white guy with a button up straight shirt. I said, I guarantee you if you play Shania Twain, he will dance. And Ty like spun out of this song he was playing and went right into doo, 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 doo. And the guy turned up. Oh, drunk white guy, this. Let's go, girl. Like offbeat, had own tempo, own time. And wow, we were cackling. That's so funny. By the chorus, he's like, uh, uh, uh. And I was like, knew it. Damn. Knew it. Who knew? Well, on that note. Well, on that note, hey. Man, I feel like a woman. Bye. Bye. Thank you.